Sunday. You are listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. And, man. Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. And this is Thanksgiving week. I know. So, Thanksgiving, you going home to North Alabama. Um, well, I had to do Thanksgiving this weekend, actually, so we could all get together and see yeah. each other. And I've got tickets to WWE SmackDown, so I can't go too far because i got to go to Birmingham to um, absolutely not. watch wrestling. Um, no, I totally, <laughs> no, I get that. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited because tomorrow um, I have some t-shirts coming in. It's Ooh. some specially designed ones that I have to wear on the Price is Right. When are you um, going? I am going the, um, basically, it'll be the uh, a week from Wednesday. So yeah, well technically I'm going wow. to LA the Tuesday, like a week from Tuesday, but then we'll um, go to filming on so, Wednesday. So okay, how does that work? Do you have to like wait outside to just see if you get into the prices right? Um, or no, there's actually a website where you can get tickets ahead of time. Like they'll post them like so many months or days ahead of time, so you can get a priority ticket. Okay. And as long as you have a priority ticket and you arrive by the time on there, you're guaranteed a spot in the audience. That's and awesome. while you're waiting in the audience, a producer comes by and makes a little small talk with you to and then see if you'd be like the right kind of yes. well you know one of our own um celeste at the rec center yes. she actually was on the prices right and she couldn't tell us anything after she was on it mm-hmm. because they haven't aired it yet and right. so she had to sign something and not say anything but then we kind of knew she was because she was like we should all go watch the prices right like we went to the staff uh-huh. like break uh-huh. area and sure enough her and her husband were in the crowd and they like run down and she's like doing the whole dance and everything i don't know what i would do i I don't know if I would act crazy or if I would just start dancing. I don't really know what my strategy would be. Well, I think in terms of talking to the producers, I'm hoping that Asian girl with a southern accent (laughs) is, like, very endearing. And I can go into, like, oh, my gosh, I used to watch this with my grandparents. Like, all this kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens. Oh, I can't wait. So we'll see. Keep me posted. I know if you get on the show, you know, you can't, like, say anything. But, like, you can allude to the fact that, like, maybe you should watch this day. Yeah. Well, I don't even have cable. What am I talking about? I can't watch it. Well, we'll, Forget we'll it. see. We'll figure something I'll just, out. Yeah, we'll figure out a watching party or something. Now, okay, speaking of Thanksgiving, because mm-hmm. obviously we got to go back to mm-hmm. the food. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? And is Thanksgiving, like, a little different for you as a vegetarian, or do you feel like that's a non-factor for you? It's not really a factor for me, because honestly, I eat all the sides. And I'm mm-hmm. not a vegan, so I will still eat cheese and, oh, Macaroni and cheese, that's what it is. <laughs> my mom makes homemade macaroni and cheese, and since I have an Italian family, we put some, like, extra Italian cheeses in it, so it's not, like, your typical macaroni yeah. and cheese. Um, but, no, I love all the stuff, and they're they're great about, like, having extra sides so that I can eat something that's not meat. Sure. So, what sure. about you? Do you have any favorite dishes? <sighs> you know, I... I like any of the sweet potato stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, green bean type things. Green bean casseroles are a hit or miss for me because sometimes I feel like they can go a little too south on stuff. But if done cor- correctly, mm-hmm. um, in my mind, mm-hmm. um, I really like it. You know, and then I feel like there's some trendier sides that have come up recently, like roasted Brussels sprouts. Just because oh, yeah. people are we like, talked about the Brussels all about sprouts. that and yeah, everything yeah, yeah. else. So, yeah, I don't know. And then I do like the desserts. So, pecan pie. That's my favorite. Really? I love it. Yeah, I love pecan pie with, like, 
some ice cream on top, mm-hmm. you know? I feel like, and y'all listening to us, you're probably like, well, aren't y'all supposed to be talking about, like, health and wellness? Well, yeah, but you still got to enjoy your holidays. Exactly. And you if still got to... Social wellness. Social and, like, wellness. this is a time with family. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a lot of Filipino dishes on my side of the family mm-hmm. uh, whenever we get together in North Alabama. And, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, y'all celebrate Thanksgiving. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> my parents actually now have technically lived longer in the U.S. than they have in the Philippines, so uh-huh. they're like, like America, USA, live the American dream. Like that's awesome. One hundred one, and so I, um, so I love it. So it's great. Let me ask you this, because then we're gonna have to go to a break pretty soon. But people always ask me because I'm in fitness. Oh my gosh, do you exercise over the breaks? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, first of all, no, because it's a break. <laughs> um, but what about you? Do you usually? Because I'm being a dietitian, I'm yeah. sure people are like, well, do you eat certain things, or do you watch what you eat? I you know, I enjoy myself. You know, there are certain things that I know about myself in terms of, like, what I prefer. Like, I don't like eating to the point of being, like, miserably stuffed. Right, right. If somebody wants to do that, you do you. But mm-hmm. for me, like, I'm going to enjoy the day more if I'm, like, satisfied. Because I want to have the ability, like, if we're at Mima's house, like, all day long, <laughs> a couple hours later, I want to be like, okay, I got some appetite left for, that's, like, that's second round. Yeah, yeah, such so, good food. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. But, y'all, maybe be thinking, oh my gosh, are they going to be making a show about Thanksgiving food this afternoon? We're not. We're actually going to be talking about body composition and physical <laughs> Which activity. Which you got to play into oh, that. More. Absolutely. But y'all, we got to take a break. Uh, grab something to drink. Uh, start building your recipes for Thanksgiving because it's about to happen. Uh, but you are listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheen and Whitney and we will catch you after the break. Hi, this is Drew Holcomb, and you're listening to 90.7 The Capstone. Welcome back. You are listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. And if you were with us before the break, you were probably thinking, oh my goodness, they love some Thanksgiving. Well, we do. We do. We love food. Get yes. over it. But equally with that, we love some physical activity, some exercise science, mm-hmm. all the good stuff, and we kind of have an amazing guest for that today. It's true. Um, so, with without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. We have Dr. Michael Fidewa, who is an assistant professor in exercise science here at UA. Did I get your title correct? You got the title and the name pronounced correct. Oh, because well, I hear perfect. people say Fedawa sometimes. Have you noticed that? I'm I, sure you have. We've had to start answering to everything. And actually, when my wife and I first got married, she asked if we could just start mispronouncing our own name to match what everybody else was saying. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought, because just from talking with um, students on campus, and and, because I see a lot of the same students that, you know, you teach, and they always say Fedawa. And so in my mind, I was always like Fedawa. And then when you said Fedawa, that's why I was like, right. We got the feelers out. I have to like write it down like fee, like fee. It actually goes with Thanksgiving, like feed. Oh, that's so perfect. Yeah. You, you, you were this was meant radio. to be yeah. radio, yes. <laughs> so, um, Dr. Fidoa, tell us a little bit about yourself in terms of educational background, professional yeah. background, before you came here to UA. Sure. So I started at the University of North Texas mm-hmm. in Denton, Texas for undergrad and majored in exercise science and kinesiology mm-hmm. and thought at the time that I was going to do personal training and group <laughs> exercise right? and that was going to be how I like made my millions. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually went through and graduated and, and thought that that was going to be what I was going to do. But the first client that I had was a double knee replacement, mm. c- congestive heart failure. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole deal. Wow, yeah. And Your mm, very first client. 
first one, YMCA at the YMCA. Right there. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Completely in over my head. So at that point, I kind of knew I've got to keep going. And so I went on for a master's Mm -hmm. um, specifically in clinical exercise phys. Mm -hmm. And so did the whole cardiac rehab, stress testing, EKGs, the whole hospital scene. Really loved it and was convinced that I was going to do cardiac rehab forever. And got a piece of advice and somebody told me to go on for PhD. If there was ever going to be a time to go on, go on and do it when you don't have kids before you get married and you can move across the country and do it. And so I applied all over the place, got into University of Georgia and was offered a fellowship. And so went there, came down south, fell in love and haven't looked back. You know, it's so funny because I'm not, well, we kind of have a similar story with teaching and training. And we were just talking to our staff, because we have students that teach for us, we have non-students, our staff's pretty mixed. And I remember those days of like the hustle of like, you're an hourly employee, you, if, unless you live in a big city, you're, you're not going to get paid that much for personal training, especially at the YMCA. I know what we pay at the rec center, but it's like, yes, you get into exercise fizz and you want to help people, but then you realize, oh, I'm having to like really hustle and it's tiring mm-hmm. you it know it's very tiring and i remember that like i realized that applying at different gyms and realizing that an hour-long session the take-home pay was going to be like mm-hmm. 12 to 15 dollars at some of the bigger some mm-hmm. of the bigger chains and mm-hmm. i said i don't know how this is going to go no and so you know cardiac rehab at the time offered mm. you know a nine to five is more stable hours mm-hmm. um much more consistent clientele yeah. that you didn't really have to do the hustle like you did right. in commercial fitness. And mm-hmm. so that was really appealing to me mm-hmm. kind of at the, you know, when I was just coming out. What got you interested just, I guess, in the field of fitness in general, you know, when you start thinking about your days in high school and then declaring that major and, and thinking about doing something academically and professionally related to uh, exercise? Yeah. So my, I guess my story is a little bit different because mm-hmm. I started out in high school, I was about 300 pounds okay. and so lost lost wow. about a hundred of it with diet and exercise that's and like really Charles. yeah that's great yeah did a lot did a lot of it the wrong way mm-hmm. and and now looking back you know a lot of the choices that mm-hmm. that I made and the ways that I was exercising mm-hmm. and kind of the you know diet patterns and whatever trends were mm-hmm. hot at the time sure. you know it really slowed down the progress that <laughs> I was making and took a lot of steps backward <laughs> while I was doing it and so it came to exercise science more for myself mm-hmm. selfishly to figure out what was the best way to do it for mm, me. Sure. And then to kind of help, you know, potential clients mm-hmm. um, and eventually patients make the same changes for themselves. Because, it, you know, when you go through a big transformation like that, changes your confidence level and the way that you mm-hmm. interact with people. And oh, so yeah. I just, I needed to know how to do it and how to do it right. So I think I took maybe a different route. You know, I think most of our students that come through the major go, I played sports in high school. Right. Uh-huh. I kind of want to do right. physical therapy. And, and so I, I think my story doesn't quite jive with... Your story, I was just thinking about. So Charles, he was on our show last week. He is um, one of our coordinators at the Rec Center, works with the personal trainers. He has a very similar story to you. Sure. Um, he was in... Actually, his story happened in college where he lost a lot. Of, he didn't feel good. He went to the doctor, and he's like in his early 20s, and the doctor was like, dude, you like, come on. And so he started getting fit, and... Um, eating the right kinds of foods and really going into it for himself. And then he became like interested in being a trainer and changing his degree. And now he Mm -hmm. runs our personal training program. And the focus that he has is so 
um, specific to certain things because he went through that himself. Sure. And so, I mean, y'all are very similar. Y'all need to meet. We should. We like, should we you know what? The you four would, of us next time. We yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Let's do no. it. Well, you know, and I love your transparency with saying you went into the field. Um, primarily or initially to help yourself and, and know how to do it correctly for yourself. Because admittedly, I think a lot of mm. people who go into the nutrition industry, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. They want to have um, you know, that self-knowledge mm-hmm. and eventually be able to apply it uh, to other folks. But yeah, you know, I think there ain't no shame in that game no, as far as I don't thinking think so like, I want to go for myself. And um, Dr. Fida, well, I know before we um, started airing today, you had mentioned um, not being at UA that long of an amount of time. Tell us how long you've been on campus and what your uh, role entails right now. Sure. So I got to campus 2015 in okay. the fall, um, started as an assistant professor. And so my position is half teaching, half research. Mm-hmm. And so I teach two classes a semester. Most of them are statistics and exercise physiology courses. Mm-hmm. And then the research that we do is body composition measurement, exercise training, physical activity assessment. Mm-hmm. And so everything related to body composition could be with athletes and monitoring progress during a season mm-hmm. or with the training program, or we'll do weight loss interventions. Mm-hmm. And so we'll track progress and measure um, you know, body composition changes, muscle mass, mm-hmm. fat mass, the whole deal. So, and then, you know, that I think that gives when you need a break from teaching, the research gives you a, kind yeah. of a breath like, oh, man, okay, now sure. we can get, just kind of mm-hmm. slow down a little bit. And then when you kind of get a little bit burnt out of writing and writing and research and mm-hmm. research, you know, the, the students, I'm sure you guys know, are kind of what keeps the job exciting a lot of times. Yeah. They keep you on your toes. <laughs> they, they do. They really do. And I like that. There's, there's sometimes, you know, I'm like, okay, you're keeping me way too much on my toes. I need right. to let me chill right. a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, that's, I mean, that's great. No, and well, you know, I mean, thinking about just the fact that you are with students, because what um, what age group are you typically, or I guess what year of students are, are traditionally taking your courses? Usually juniors and seniors. Okay. And so we're okay. kind of catching them, like, they figured out their major, they've gone through some of their introductory classes. Okay. And so most of mine are 300 and 400 level courses. And so I'm getting students right around the... I'm thinking about PT school pretty hard, yeah, sure. and so I'm starting to get applications out there, mm-hmm. um, getting ready to graduate, looking for internships, and mm-hmm. so the hands-on experience that we offer in the lab mm-hmm. is really beneficial because mm-hmm. they're they're kind of at the getting ready to hit the real world stage, and yeah. so anything that they can put on their resume to kind of boost things as they're looking for jobs in grad schools is is pretty clutch. And we see so on our staff, I'm trying to think of who I don't know if they're in your classes now, but I definitely have a handful of instructors and personal trainers, and so they'll always like you say, yeah, I'm in so and so's class. They're they're usually in Nika's class, and uh-huh. I usually go speak to Nika's class, and they all know me through her and vice versa. But it's cool now that um, I got to meet you because now I can put a name with a face and kind of like it's this whole connected, you know, kinesiology and rec. I mean, it'd be cool to come up with some more partnerships as well. Yeah, and so when they come in and start complaining about all the numbers that they have to learn about and the stats behind <laughs> the exercise, that's my fault. So I'll take full responsibility for like, that. Oh my gosh, y'all, this has been a minute. <laughs> well, that that's some great information. We are going to take a quick break, um, and then we're going to continue this conversation on the other side. You're listening to Sheena and Whitney on Fit to be Tied. Actually, you're listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 <laughs> The Capstone. <laughs> Hi, this is Eli Gold, the voice of the Crimson Tide, and I love 90.7, the capstone.
You're listening to Fit to Be Tie with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone, continuing our conversation about not just Thanksgiving, but body composition slash fitness. We haven't really talked a lot about fitness this semester, which is kind of strange because normally that's like most of the conversation, fitness yes. and nutrition, but we've been focusing on a lot of different aspects of wellness, but um, today's a fitness day. Yes, it body is. Body composition day. Absolutely. And, you know, Dr. Fidua, um, you had mentioned that with your role at UA, it's split between research and teaching in the classroom. And I know we've had separate conversations in the past regarding um, the current project that you have with a body composition app. So mm, I'm, I'm just so interested. Yeah, so in I'm this. just going to open it up there and let you kind of fly with that. Sure. So the what we've been working on for the past year and a half or two years, we developed a way to measure body composition, so fat-free mass, muscle mm-hmm. and bone, mm-hmm. and then fat mass, from a single picture that you take on your smartphone. And we can do it with about 99.9, 99. 99.7% accuracy. So That blows my mind. Yeah, no, it's like insert all the, like, brain explosion emojis, like, right now, you know? I mean, so, like... At the rec center, we use a bot pod. Sure. And I think we've had a little, I think possibly some little error with it lately, so we're having to kind of figure that out. But, and you guys have also in your lab hydrostatic weighing, right? Yeah, so we have the underwater weighing tank. Yeah. So you actually have the one piece of equipment that we don't have. Sounds like at the a rec partnership. Center. We should partner with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we have, a, we have a DEXA, so we can measure body composition mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. x-rays. Um, we have the underwater weighing tank, mm-hmm. which is really similar to the bod pod. So we dunk people underwater and measure mm-hmm. body fat that way. Um, and we have other methods, bioimpedance. So we, we really have, you know, pretty much every, every research grade lab piece of equipment that you would need. And we, 3D commercial like body scanners were starting to get really hot a couple mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. um, because of the, the cost of the bod mm-hmm. pod, um, the radiation exposure with DEXA, mm-hmm. just kind of the finickiness sometimes of bioimpedance mm-hmm. with the hydration. Mm-hmm. Um, the 3D body scanners were becoming really popular, but we couldn't find any research behind mm-hmm. them sure. mm-hmm. and when we reached out to companies to partner no one wanted to partner and so we uh, thought well wait a second flag, yes. there's got to be something yeah. going on here yeah. we don't have any evidence backing these up uh, nobody mm-hmm. wants to partner and provide you know even give us like a free device to right. just test in the lab and see how it works um, so we decided to just make our own because if you could the way we thought about it if you can measure somebody with like this 3d scanner mm-hmm. well why couldn't you just do it with at least two pictures but we found out you can do it with one so so my question is sure how does this work so we figured out uh, if you take a picture of somebody from Mm -hmm. the tops of their head to Mm -hmm. their feet so just standing in like a normal anatomical position so Mm -hmm. with their arms at their side um, we kind of adjust for the person's height and we figured out different anatomical markers on the body that we can kind of identify with the app Mm -hmm. and estimate body body volume first so body size and the person I'm assuming hopefully does not have to be butt naked um, in this photo. Is that correct? That was the biggest research question <laughs> I mean, we got. I, was... I had to ask it because I'm sure listeners are yeah. thinking. Yeah, <laughs> this is great. No. Um, <laughs> so f- for research, we we've done all of our pictures. Obviously, the person, the participants are clothed. Mm-hmm. Um, but so usually guys will come in with like an like a compression top mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just compression shorts. Um, Leggings, yoga pants mm-hmm. for female participants. Well, it's like the bod pod. I mean, people can Tanked wear a swimsuit, swimsuit or yeah, tight, the whole deal. you know. Um, and so because of that, like, we really kind of feel like you can do this at home. It doesn't really take any kind of special equipment. There's not really anything weird that you have to do mm-hmm. because you just have to take a selfie pretty much standing. And 
Um, so the instructions are pretty simple, and we can get research grade accuracy from just wow. a single picture. So, so is this? So y'all are? This is a current project you're working on, or is it already done? We're currently working on okay. it. So we started last fall. Mm-hmm. Um, kept getting no, 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 no. When we reached out for partnerships, nobody wanted to to work with us. And so we, right around Thanksgiving break last year, actually, mm-hmm. we figured out how to do it from a single picture with data we already had collected from another project. Mm-hmm. Um, went through the whole intellectual property review for the mm-hmm. university, um, kind of pitched to like this little mini mm-hmm. special Alabama shark tank. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent us on for patent review. We were patent pending with a provisional patent in May. And so we're we're out. We got to pick our own developers in Birmingham. We went and interviewed a bunch of them and went to visit. And so it's been a really cool, really fast, wild ride. And no one's done this? Not commercially, no. Yeah. Wow. At least not with the at least not with the accuracy that we have. So doing it with one picture, no one has done before. Sure. Um, the accuracy that we have, not just the the day-to-day kind of mm-hmm. consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but also just compared to some of the, the lab grade methods, mm-hmm. no one has the accuracy th- that we've found so far. So what other? So if you have the app um, and you take your picture, what other information does the participant input? Do they have to put anything else, or is it just a picture? Yeah. So what we wanted to make sure that we wanted to use the app as a teaching tool also, because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of misinformation about what a healthy body composition That's looks true. like. Yeah. And so when a person would log in and kind of create their profile. We would have their age, mm-hmm. and we'd have their gender, mm-hmm. and we would have their race and ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And so from there, we can kind of take their body fat numbers and compare them back to appropriate norms mm-hmm. based on what we have kind of for the population. And so, like, you know, the misconceptions that we have about how lean you should be for mm-hmm. your height or for sure. your age, like, that changes. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to make sure that, you know, when you get your numbers, you have something to compare them to mm-hmm. and realistic goals and expectations for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we enter in those. And then we also enter in, you know, your height and your weight because mm-hmm. we we wanted to be able, you know, if you're using this for weight loss or if you're using this for, you know, to add muscle and mm-hmm. bulk up or whatever, mm-hmm. that we had kind of those those raw numbers to mm-hmm. track right along with your body composition changes. Do you have a vision um, for who would be specifically using this? Would this be for the health professional to have an easy way to obtain um, body composition information that would be in a very in a very conducive to an office setting? Or would this be for a general consumer to be able to track themselves? Or or has there been much thought in who the target audience for this is in terms of who you want to download and utilize the app? Sure. We were actually thinking the individual consumer, mm-hmm. like so the customer, mm-hmm. not, not necessarily gearing toward trainers specifically mm-hmm. or group kind of exercise health professionals, but more, more to the individual. And so, you know, you don't have to come into the lab or go to the gym and... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe meet with a trainer or somebody who you've never met before. Mm-hmm. You don't have a gym membership. You've mm-hmm. never gone and got a body composition test done. This is kind of something that you can do at home, on your own, when you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. No one else has to see your results necessarily. Mm-hmm. They're they're just kind of your numbers. And so yeah. from there, you know, we really, we also want to make sure that the app is just measuring body composition. Mm-hmm. That, that's really, that's yeah, really right. all we're trying to do with mm-hmm. it. And from there... You know, then we do say, you know, for the individual, once you have your numbers, if you're hoping to do X, Y, Z with your workout program, mm-hmm. yeah, go find a trainer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for sure, go take some group exercise classes if this is what you want. Or if you're mm-hmm. looking to maybe change your eating behaviors or dietary habits, mm-hmm. go find an RD. 
Um, it's beyond our scope of practice to yeah. make those kind of broad general sure. recommendations because, you know, the practitioners that are doing it, mm-hmm. that's their specialty. Right. And we don't want to step on toes or get in the way. We're just doing one really specific job. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. You know, I'm thinking about myself. and like, I've gotten in a bod pod before. It's not my favorite thing to do. I don't like closed-in spaces. I would never get in the dunk tank. <laughs> right. Yeah. No way yeah. I would ever do that. But this would be something I would literally do this app. Like, I would do it at home, the comfort of my own home, mm-hmm. because one of the most kind of like, I guess awkward things is when we get, um, you know, a new client in and we give anyone a bod pod. That's one of our clients. That's just something that we do. Um, that's how we track progress. They can do it whenever they want with their trainer as many times as they want. Um, but if it's your first time to come into a gym, we know gym intimidation is a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, then you know what you've got to wear to get into the bod pod. Some people don't care, but like you have to not have a lot of clothes on. It's got to be tight. It doesn't right. need to be bulky. You can't come in like a big oversized T-shirt. And then you're getting a test done with somebody that you may not know. So it could be kind of uncomfortable. Some people, it doesn't bother. But I think this is a perfect, I mean, I would do it. And I don't really get buy into things like this because I'm just kind of like, whatever. But like, I would do it. Confidentiality was something we were worried about too. Mm-hmm. And so the images aren't being stored on the mm. app. So when we take the image, it's just converted pretty much to a black and white kind of silhouette outline. Sure. And that's what the images are taken on. So we have okay. like a profile of what the person looks like from their outline. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you if you're working remotely with someone as a health coach, mm-hmm. you don't need to take the time to, you know, visit with them one-on-one to mm-hmm. do a body composition sure. assessment. You can save all those one-on-one visits for actual like progress yeah. and actually like intervening and making changes. And you can just do this at home and say, hey, send me your results real quick mm. or take a screenshot or oh, share it with great. me. I love the um, practicality oh, of yes. this. I'm just excited for, you know, when... It's the um, future. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, we've actually, we've got to take a quick break. And before we start segueing into other conversation after the break, I'm probably going to ask you a couple more questions related to the app, sure. if that's okay. Absolutely. Well, you guys stick with us, grab something to drink, run to the restroom, um, do all the things. You are listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 this is Rachel McDuck, Bridget Calabrese, Lake, Lake Street Dive, and you're listening to 90.7 The Capstone. Roll Tide! Welcome back. You're listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheen and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. And oh my goodness, y'all, if you have been listening this afternoon, as I'm assuming you are, because you are hearing my voice, we have been talking about the wave of the future when it comes to body composition with uh, Dr. Fidua, who has been so kind to share about his research. And I know before the break, I was alluding to wanting to ask a couple more questions about the app. So in terms of the official launch or timeline for everything, what all will this look like mm-hmm. in a perfect world um, <laughs> we hope to launch spring in 2020 okay. so our target target date for completion is mid-march right mm-hmm. around spring break ish sure um that's a pretty aggressive timeline mm-hmm. and so we're not sure if we're going to hit it but that's the goal is to mm-hmm. have everything wrapped up by the end of spring next semester and a lot of that ties with the academic schedule academic calendar too because you know the validation studies and the research all of our lab help kind of goes away for the summer and we slow down a little bit. Sure, so if we can sure. have this out by the end of the year next year, by the end of spring semester, that'll be great. Sure. Now, as far as an app being launched and um, 
shared on the interwebs and all of that good stuff, does that lay in the hands of the web developers or is, is part of that um, task with your responsibilities? Um, or is that something that we'll cross that bridge when we get there kind of situation? Some of it is a bridge that we'll cross when we get there. And mm -hmm. a lot of it is just kind of being figured out. We figure, we, we realized really early on that not there haven't been very many projects like this mm -hmm. coming, especially out of our department, sure. for sure out of the College of Education where mm -hmm. our department lives. Um, and then with the technology transfer at UA, most of the patents that come out of UA are through engineering and mm -hmm. they're more products. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people will come and they, they have a patent for product and then vendors and, and kind of companies will license the product from sure. them. But it's not something that's a service that's just like ready to go as soon as you download it. Mm -hmm. um, so this is really unique and we we don't know kind of what the springs kind of how all that looks actually mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. So we're I think with our roles as faculty at UA we this would be like a separate faculty startup. Sure. So we have our like roles and responsibilities for teaching and research. This mm -hmm. is something extra mm. on top of our normal nine to five. If we decide to take this on and launch this as a startup this would be something that um, me, Dr. Esco and I, um, we would do kind of together. Mm -hmm. Sure. Well, sounds like we may need to have y'all back in the spring. I specific know. To like a check-in, be like, yeah, how's it going? And hopefully with good news. Yeah. 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 Kind of like Shark Tank where they do the little updates. Exactly. Like, here's what's going on. <laughs> I still just can't get over how accessible and how easy that would be. Because in my mind, like what you're talking about with our trainers, we love to push the bod pod, but... I mean, I would totally be like, hey, download this app. This mm -hmm. is great. We mm -hmm. know um, the people that created it. We stand behind their product. Um, that's we were, awesome. We were seeing, actually, you know, we were seeing it a lot with athletics, too, because they have a DEXA and a BOD pod. Mm -hmm. And so when they do body composition testing for athletics, mm -hmm. they have every single athlete on campus that has to go through one machine right. and so this is scheduling your body that. scheduling is a nightmare we used to do it for them actually i think before yeah. they got a bod pod and i remember this was a long time ago this was like 2013 and we would we would have athletic teams back there and it was just like one after another it took forever to do right and so now we're thinking like okay well i tell you what you guys already have your phone so you have the exercise physiology lab in your pocket mm -hmm. why don't you just take a take a picture and send it to your your to your dietitian or to the performance mm -hmm. nutrition team or whoever's working with you mm -hmm. um, and they can check your progress and with DEXA you know there's a lot of radiation mm -hmm. oversight with the state of mm -hmm. Alabama mm -hmm. this is something you could do as many times as you wanted to whereas yeah. the DEXA were kind of limited with two or three times a year and so this this you could check in a lot more regularly yeah. to get progress so do you take a picture of yourself like how do you take a picture of yourself I mean are you facing a mirror and you take it or does somebody take a picture of you or like do you have to have somebody there to do it you could have somebody take a picture of uh -huh. you or you could turn the camera into selfie mode and turn the timer on and so you just kind of pop it up against something okay. on the table and you just stand there you just stand palms forward yep. and yeah actually so the only thing palms forward or palms out either one we really just the the anatomical landmarks are kind of on the trunk mm -hmm. okay. um, trunk and then kind of waist down so the arms we do store body fat in our arms but mm -hmm. really if we're if we're looking at big kind of landmarks mm -hmm. they're mostly around the midsection and so um, that's kind of it's kind of where most of them are so we try to keep it as simple as possible and even when we think about weight weight gain and weight loss mm -hmm people really aren't that different from each other in sure. the ways that mm -hmm. they store body fat. Yeah. I mean, most, if we think just differences between men and women, most mm -hmm. men kind of have this apple shape, mm -hmm. this android mm -hmm. distribution, and most women have kind of this pear shape. Mm -hmm. And so if we're if we're going to add body fat, it's not like we can just go, whoop, well, this hamburger is going to go to my arm or something <laughs> right, like that. Right. You know, it just kind of goes everywhere. So um, 
Yeah, the sites that we found on the body are pretty, they're pretty consistent for everyone, so we can do it. That's amazing. So stay tuned, you guys. And, you know, thinking about the additional services that your department has for the community, I know you've mentioned having all of this different equipment in your lab. So what kind of services does the Department of Kinesiology offer the UA community or even Tuscaloosa community? Sure. So we offer, we have a program called Crimson Fit, and the website is fitness.ua.edu. And we offer a lot of the services. Some are offered at the rec center also, and some of them we offer that are just exclusive to the department. Mm -hmm. And they're a fee-for-service kind of arrangement, but we do everything. We have body composition testing with some of the equipment that the rec center doesn't have. Mm -hmm. So we have bioimpedance, which uses electrical currents, Mm -hmm. um, and then we have underwater weighing, which the rec center doesn't have. So we offer those two. We offer VO2 max testing for Mm -hmm. aerobic fitness. Mm -hmm. So in a you know, in a lab setting, we monitor heart rate and um, EKG wave patterns and me- actually measure every little bit of oxygen and carbon dioxide that you're breathing in and out so we can get a really accurate estimate of your max capacity. Um, we do lactate threshold testing. Um, we do vertical jump testing. We kind of have, if you know, if you come in for Crimson Fit and, and want to take advantage of those services, we really offer a complete all-around fitness assessment. That's amazing. That's... Now, given the fact that the word fit is in there, ha- have most of the people that have utilized those services already currently been in some type of physical activity regimen? Or could there be someone who maybe is just, you know, curious in general about their health, maybe not the most aggressive um, exerciser that has just learned of these services and, and wants to get that information about themselves? Yeah, actually, I was surprised. A lot of our a lot of our patrons, a lot of our people that, that come through Crimson Fit mm-hmm. are just normal every time. They're, they're, not, <laughs> awesome. they're not these recreationally trained, like, semi-elite <coughs> cyclists, weekend warrior kind of deals. They're they're just moms and dads. Yeah. And so they're, they're coming in because they're thinking about starting a new exercise program and mm-hmm. they want baseline kind of measurements mm-hmm. to track their changes. Mm-hmm. And we would recommend that, you know, kind of anybody who's starting a new program, you can't measure how far you've come unless you know where you started. So come on in and get tested. And then, you know, we do have some kind of recreationally trained semi-pro athletes that do mm-hmm. come in for mm-hmm. more advanced testing. Um, those are a little bit fewer and far between, but we do we do have some pretty some pretty fit folks that come through. So Crimson Fit is assessment. It's all different types of assessment. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we need to like we gotta partner up. We do. We actually, seriously gotta do some yeah. We've yeah. realized, you know, a lot of the stuff in the university is is siloed yeah. to some extent. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the rec center offers a ton mm-hmm. and then our department has a ton yeah. of research grade equipment. And then we just recently got over into athletics and from, I mean, over in athletics, it's oh, yeah. the world is at your fingertips, but there's, <laughs> there's enough, there are enough resources here on campus. There are services that mm-hmm. are already being offered. You can do it anything here. Oh, absolutely. Did, didn't Russell, they have a new nutrition lab. They do, yeah. So I know our Department of Nutrition and Human Environmental Sciences, they just got their own um, bod pod mm-hmm. as well. We got three on campus. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I would say we're just, we work in a great place. We really yeah. do. Absolutely. We really do. I, I'm still just, I think this has been such an awesome conversation and just um, blown away with this app that you guys are creating. And I can't wait, you know, in the spring, hopefully, like, Hopefully, it'll be ready to roll, and then you can be like, Whitney, go download it on your phone. I'll be like, whoop, ding, and exactly. have it on my phone. We, we've already got two conference, four, two conferences that we're going to, so four research presentations we have planned. So the data is, we have the data to back mm-hmm. it up. We're, we're pushing it out in the spring, and so hopefully we'll have the product in hand ready to show you guys by 
by March. That's hopefully. awesome. Yeah, we'll for sure get you on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check I in. Think, um, it sounds like we need Dr. Fidawa to stay with us for our closing segment. Today. I agree. Yeah. So on that note, we are going <laughs> to take a quick little break, and we will catch you on the other side. You're listening to Fitz P. Tie with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. friends. You're listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone. We are closing it out because we've had an awesome day talking about body fat. Yes. <laughs> how to measure it and how pretty soon within like months time, hopefully you can do it with just an app on your phone. I know. Like we crazy. do everything else with our phone. I mean, exactly. shouldn't we yeah. not do this? No. Well, you know, one of the things that we were talking about earlier was with Crimson Fitten um, during the break. I was mentioning utilizing your services um, for figuring out max heart rate for stuff. And and I know at one point in time, you guys were doing a research study recruiting faculty staff related mm-hmm. to getting some body composition measurements, yeah. too. I, re- I had a faculty member in HES that was a friend of mine. She was like, I got weighed in this underwater tank and she was just so excited about it so I think you know it gave a lot of our staff on campus this opportunity to do something that they would have not ever considered so yeah so thank you very cool you're welcome thank you what were you 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 guys were both talking during the break about some of the services about how you're you have a really low max heart rate and you have a really low mass heart max heart rate was that the story you were telling us that you got it tested over at crimson fit i did because basically um the boutique fitness place that i was working out in town um essentially it it would give you quote unquote points if you if you were within whatever percentage of your max heart rate and i could never get points even though i was like literally killing myself (laughs) on the treadmill and they're like well bring a doctor's excuse and we'll adjust it and yes, I could have gotten like a simple doctor's excuse, but I really wanted to know the actual numbers because like, I see, see, yeah, <laughs> I geek out about that kind of stuff. And so when I was looking on UA's website and I saw that that service was offered through Crimson Fit, I was like, well, I have to do this. So it was extremely helpful just to be able to do that. And, you know, I do like to be physically active. I'm an athlete by no means, but it kind of <laughs> felt fun just to be like in that setting. It's like, oh man, I'm like training for the combine and I'm, you know, doing like, all the things. So, um, so it was a very positive experience. It is pretty cool. You know, we, we do a lot of the testing with athletes, with athletics mm-hmm. that come in. And so, you know, for normal people, I've never, I'm not a Division One athlete, mm-hmm. nor have mm-hmm. I ever been. And so it is kind of cool. You know, you come in and get tested on the same stuff that, that like that the rest of our athletes do. So it's kind of a cool feeling. And you do feel like you're you're training for the combine. Yeah. <laughs> and no, you're getting ready I for mean, the Olympics. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's actually a great segue into do you have any kind of uh, closing thoughts or recommendations for someone who might be um, trying to decide if um, Crimson Fit services for them or even just considerations when it comes to uh, getting your body composition checked? Do you have any kind of words of wisdom for our listeners in that regard? Yeah, absolutely. Go and get it checked. Um, check out Crimson Fit because we do offer a lot of really good services. Um, the app is going to be great. I think the most important thing that we always remind everyone is that, you know, these are just numbers and 
they're by no means a reflection of, mm. of who you are or your value or your success <laughs> or failures. It's just a snapshot in time. And so if you're happy with your numbers, great. If you're not happy with your numbers, then, you know, go get help and we can change them. But I think, you know, a lot of times people are worried about being judged when they come in for mm. testing because their numbers aren't where they're supposed mm-hmm. to be. And for us, like, we're just happy that you came in and we can help, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think um, get it tested and track them often and, and, and measure your progress. That's amazing. Measuring progress. Yeah, I like that. Not maybe over Thanksgiving, but, you know. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, I feel like this afternoon has been a great show. So thank you, Dr. Fidoa, for Mm -hmm. being with us. Absolutely. Thank you. And then, you know, guys, like, after Thanksgiving, we got to keep things exciting. We're actually going to have folks from Druid City Derby. The Derby girls are coming. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk all about how, what they do to stay active, like all of the things that they have going on, how they're building the program in Tuscaloosa. So it is going to be quite a wild Sunday. I mean, it's already a wild Sunday for us anyway. It always is. Too yeah. On a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be talking about Derby, all the, all the good things. But y'all have a fabulous week. Have a fabulous turkey day. Yeah. Enjoy the friends the family, all of this stuff, but you have been listening to Fit to be Tied with Sheena and Whitney on 90.7 The Capstone, and we will catch you next soon, and we will catch...